You're listening to the Business in Morocco podcast, the podcast that discusses all things business and all things Morocco. My name is Ryan Mimone, and I'm here with my co-host, Ryan Kirk, and our goal is to share our knowledge and experiences in order to help you gain wisdom, skills, and habits that can help you succeed in business and in life. You can learn more about us by going to our website, moroccopodcast.com. All right, let's get started with today's episode. It's going to be a lovely day. Welcome to episode number five of the Business in Morocco podcast. This week we're talking about the importance of long-term thinking. Excited to get into that. But first, a little little update on what's happening. Ryan, what's new? Well, this week I've been working with one of my clients who is an artist. His name is Dries Niami. We have a website uh, where we sell his paintings, but we decided that we were going to also sell on Jumia.ma. Many of you know Jumia does uh, home food delivery, other kinds of deliveries, but they also are an e-commerce site uh, similar to Amazon.com. You can go on Jumia.ma and find anything from shoes to computers to books, all sorts of things. And we decided we were going to add Dries's portfolio of paintings to the website and uh, it's been going good so far. We've got uh, a page with all of his paintings and when you search uh, for him or search for paintings, his his search results come up. It's been an interesting learning process in terms of how do you create a profile. Mm -hmm. They provide the infrastructure of the website and the listings. They do payment and they do delivery. If we get an order, we need to package the painting and deliver it to one of their distribution facilities within 48 hours. And then they do the final mile delivery and collect payment. And then they take a commission based on the sale price of the item. And they pay, I believe, within uh, one to two weeks. It's a pretty good deal. And we're excited about how that's going to go because We do believe that the future here in Morocco is going to have a lot more e-commerce, especially as people get more used to ordering things online and using their bank cards to to make purchases. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what's going on. What about you? Yeah, no, that's exciting. And that's the direction things are going. You're exactly right. I need to get my wife's... uh products on on Jumia because she makes home decor items and coffee tables and so I'll have to pick your brain about how to get that set up. Things are good for me. This I mean, I've got a video coming out tonight that I'm really excited about about how to create success with habits rather than focusing on motivation. Uh, so the the basic premise is that motivation comes and goes. We can't rely on it. But when you have motivation, channel that into forming habits which continue whether you have motivation or not. That's something I'm really passionate about. I, I really believe in the power of habits and love to put out content that, that supports that and educates people about that. And remind people what the name of your channel is again? It's Moroc Treasure. So they can find all of your videos on Moroc Treasure YouTube channel and also are there links on moroctreasure.com? Uh, yes, there there are ways to find the videos through, through moroctreasure.com and there's more more info, more content there that 
you know, like blog posts and, and written articles. So that's a great resource as well. All right, let's get into the topic of today, long-term thinking. Before we define long-term thinking and give examples of long-term thinking, it's important to understand what short-term thinking looks like. Many of our listeners are young people who may be in high school or at university. An example of short-term thinking is cheating on a test or a homework assignment. It may appear that cheating will result in a good grade, but that is very short-term thinking because when you cheat, you don't actually learn. You don't actually improve your overall capability, your overall standing. And as we're learning more and more in this world, and especially here in Morocco, having a degree is not necessarily going to be the key to getting a good job. So if you cheat in order to get a degree, you may still not actually achieve anything in the short term or the long term. That would be one example of short-term thinking. Another would be crime of any sort. If you're gonna steal something or cheat someone, you cheat an employer or a customer or a supplier, that may give you an immediate benefit, whether it's money or goods, but long-term, it produces a situation in which you're going to have anxiety about that coming back on you. Another example of short-term thinking is taking a bribe. You may have an immediate gratification from getting some money up front, but when you take a bribe, you're basically owned by that person forever, if you're, especially if you're in a position of power. Because at any point in the future, they could come back to you and basically say, you need to do me more favors right. now that I've paid you, or else I'm going to expose you. Yeah. So you've basically created a boss forever, a master. Mm-hmm. You are now a subject. You are a slave to that bribe. So taking a bribe is very short-term thinking. Uh, my last example would be not taking responsibility for a mistake by telling a lie to avoid a short-term embarrassment. Let's say you said you were going to do something and you forgot. Instead of just telling the person you didn't do it to avoid the embarrassment, you lie and say, oh, I did do it, but uh, I just don't have it with me right now. Or you make up some excuse. When we talk about suppliers or clients or employees, I will only take this kind of answer so long. In fact, it's endearing. It's a positive aspect when I find somebody who is willing to take responsibility for their actions, admit wrongdoing, and move forward. Yeah. Many people may consider that to be a bad outcome, but for me, it builds trust. Yeah. Ryan, what, what examples do you have of, of short-term thinking? In all these examples, you can see that there's a tension or a trade-off between the present and the future. And so there's a temptation to focus solely on the present and just enjoy ourselves in the moment, even though it's gonna come back to bite us, even though that we're gonna pay for this, but we can push the payment off. And so we enjoy the moment and try not to think about the fruit of our actions. For example, your health is a great example where in the moment, it can feel good to smoke a cigarette or to eat some unhealthy food. And we don't notice the cost of that. We don't notice the the price we're going to pay for that because it tastes delicious and we love sugar and for those who smoke having a cigarette can can be a relief of stress and and it can it can relieve a need and feel good in the present even though we know this is going to cost us in the future our finances are another thing short-term thinking is spending a hundred percent of your salary or maybe even a hundred and five percent 
you get some credit from the bank and you overspend. You spend even more money than you have in the moment because you're pushing off the cost, you're pushing off the payment till later. And people love this. I mean, you see companies doing this. They, you know, offering you some furniture or offering you a car, even though you don't have the money right now with promises that you're gonna pay it in the future. And people take up these offers even though they know it's gonna cost them more. They'll pay more for the car or more for the furniture than it's worth because of the extra charges associated with paying it slowly over time. This happens in relationships as well, where you think about somebody who's who's cheating in a relationship, where they're, cho they're choosing in the present to enjoy some temporary pleasure, even though it's gonna cost them in the long run. Even if they never get caught, it's gonna undermine and destroy that relationship that they have with with their, their spouse or their partner. There's this tension between the, the present and the future. Those that are most effective, those that are successful in life, they choose to invest in the future. They make difficult choices and sometimes suspend or delay their, their pleasure, their gratification, because they're waiting for a bigger reward in the future. But those that cannot do that are continuously paying for the poor choices they made in the past. Short-term thinking can be defined as doing things involving immediate gratification that don't build long-term value. Mm. And a good definition of long-term thinking is delayed gratification that, do, that does build long-term value but not immediate value. Ryan, what, what would be some of your best advice or best examples of long-term thinking? What, what kinds of things would people do if they're thinking long-term? Okay, well, related to your personal finances, investing in assets. If I, if I buy some stock or I buy some real estate, it actually creates more hassle for me. It doesn't bring me a lot of pleasure. There's no benefits. I have to say no to things I'd like to purchase and could enjoy right now because I know that my investment will grow and give me even better rewards in the future if I invest it. I know my future self will thank me. So instead of being able to afford a vacation or a nicer car, I might choose to buy a piece of real estate that grows and grows and grows that much later in my life or even in my children's life will be worth a lot of money that could buy multiple cars or exquisite vacations. And so it's a trade-off there. Another example is just investing in relationships. We've talked before on this podcast about um, spending regular time with the people that we care about. In the present, it might be a sacrifice. There might be other things that seem really pressing, um, exams or projects or work deadlines, and we feel like, I don't have time for this relationship. But to prioritize long-term, recognizing you know, in 25 years, how much is the mark I get on this exam or the results from this one project? What kind of impact is that going to have 25 years from now? Whereas consistently investing in my key relationships with best friends, with kids, with spouses, those things bear a lot of fruit in the long run. And it's that consistent investment that generates a return. Yeah, that one's on my list as well. I word it a little bit differently. I say spending time each week to help someone else with no apparent or immediate benefit to yourself. Mm. 
to build up someone else, to build up the relationship. This is long-term thinking. There are many people who just want to take in relationships. They want to take something immediate and they're willing to destroy the relationship or they don't even know that they're doing it. Their whole lives are made up of interactions with people where they take as much as they can and then the relationship is over and they move on to the next person. While that may appear to be desirable in the short term, in the long term, you're just going to leave a path of destruction behind you and your reputation will follow you. Mm. Eventually it will come back to haunt you. Yeah. Another great example of long-term thinking is studying a new language. If you studied a new language, whether it's Arabic or French or English or Spanish, you know how hard it can be. Yeah. You know how much pain is involved in regularly practicing a new language. And there are no apparent benefits from the beginning. In fact, you may feel embarrassed. You may feel silly as you mispronounce words and misunderstand things. Not only is it no apparent benefit, but it could, could appear to be a negative in the beginning of an overall negative experience learning a new language. Yeah. But in the long term, when you spend those hours, becoming fluent in a second or a third language produces so much value yeah. in terms of relationships, in terms of business. The ability to speak multiple languages is a huge gift. Yeah. It gives you insights and wisdom into new cultures. It gives you the ability to bond with people on a deeper level. Other examples of long-term thinking, exercise, you mentioned this before, health, exercise, running, lifting weights, avoiding sweets and eating unhealthy foods, being 100% honest all the time, especially when it makes you look bad. Mm. That can build long-term capital and long-term trust. You would be amazed the doors that will open to you when you find people that really trust you. They will give you money, they will train you, they will do deals with you if they know that you are going to be honest and reliable in the long term. In fact, it's one of the things that I'm looking for here in Morocco as I start to build my company, is people that I can literally trust with my checkbook. Those are the people that I'm looking for. And the short-term thinking is they're gonna take one check and they're gonna forge it and they're gonna get a little reward and then the, the relationship's destroyed right. when they could have reaped so much more benefit in the long term if I could have handed them 5,000 dirhams and know for sure it was going to be used in exactly the way that we had talked about and we expected. In fact, I've done that with some of my clients. I specifically made a loan to one of my clients as a test. Hmm. How are you going to handle this money? Right. Because I would like to know right now if you're unreliable. Yeah. I don't want to know next year. Yeah. I don't want to know in five years. I want you to burn me on this loan right now so that I can focus my time on somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, it has worked out. They've been completely reliable. They're repaying the loan. And guess what? That's going to open more doors for both of us yeah. in the future. Yeah, definitely. This episode is brought to you by Click Apporter. ClickApporter.com is a groundbreaking online shopping platform that allows individuals and businesses in Morocco to purchase goods online from a wide range of international marketplaces and pay in dirhams. You can pay by credit card, certified check, wire transfer, and soon, cash plus. Click Apporter manages the entire process, clears customs, and delivers right to your door. 
Their prices are transparent and clearly communicated at the time of checkout. They have a no surprises policy, which means you pay what you agreed to pay, even if customs or shipping charges are higher than expected. Can you see how exciting this is? You can use the Click Apporté app, shop on Amazon in Spain or France, order what you want, and pay in dirhams. You don't worry about the douane, it just shows up at your door. Click Apporté. You want it, we get it. Now back to the show. Okay, now that we've really defined long-term thinking as delayed gratification in order to build long-term value, Ryan, talk to us a little bit about how that plays into your mindset and your thought process regarding Moroc Treasure. Right, so I'm producing weekly videos and releasing them on my YouTube channel. The amount of time I invest to film the videos, the cost that that incurs to me, and just the mental energy, thinking about it and, and planning content, it, it doesn't generate results that are worth it. But for me, I can see that it's leading somewhere. So I can see that there's incremental growth, that over time, more and more people are watching these videos and the, the number of subscribers are growing. And even some older videos that I might have produced two years ago are still generating views. People are still watching these videos. And so there's, there's long-term benefits to that. And I can see it as establishing a platform of influence for me and establishing me as, as an expert in personal development and leading to opportunities offline. Like just this week, I was invited to come up to Tangier and, and speak at, a, at an event. And it's because of my YouTube channel. A year ago, I never would have foreseen that invitation. So there needs to be a vision for the long term. And it's the same with the podcast we're doing right now. We can't see where this is going to lead one, two years from now. But if we are consistent and we're putting the time in, we're choosing to think long term versus short term. And a great illustration of this is dominoes knocking over. First of all, just the the impact of you knock over a domino, it knocks over another one, and that can lead to great things down the road. But also, scientifically, a domino can knock over a domino that's 50% larger than it. So even if you're starting very, very small, you grow over time. So you knock over a, a bigger domino, and then a bigger one from that. And you can't skip those steps. You might be looking at something that seems daunting, but if you take the steps that lead up to that, it, it compounds or it grows. Have you noticed yourself improving the quality of your product, whether it's your, your training, your speeches, your videos over time? Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, you can see it visibly just by looking at a YouTube video that I made a couple years ago. Just small little incremental growth and but even with my my corporate role so I'm well paid to go into a corporation and to to teach things and to to share value around the area of business development or personal development but this is something that I have been working towards for decades you mean you couldn't go into a fortune 500 company five years ago and speak to them the way you can today <laughs> definitely not definitely not and I can even look back on you know, making speeches or doing teaching what, 20 years ago with just a handful of people just in small settings. That is 
a domino that I knocked over that has helped lead me to where I am today. And a book that I read seven years ago that I took some valuable ideas from or helped shape my mindset or helped me develop good habits. I mean, the fruit of that I'm beginning to reap in my life. But you have to have long-term thinking to keep sowing those seeds, to keep cultivating that growth in your life. Because otherwise, you'll reach a point where you're not seeing the evidence. You're not seeing the results. You're putting in the effort. In the short term, you're making sacrifices, but you're not seeing the fruit because it's a long-term result. It's going to come later. And so most people, they try something and then they quit. They, they read a book, they go to the gym, then they get on the scale, they don't notice any difference, jeans are still just as tight, and there's a bag of chips tempting them, and so forget about it. And it's not until later that they reap the rewards or the consequences of their short-term actions. Yeah, you're, you're a perfect example of the importance and the impact of practice. And I'd just like to give a few examples of practice because there is this idea not only in Morocco, but around the world, of the overnight success. Mm. The people, the companies, the musicians, it always appears that it was easy for them, that it happened very quickly. There was something innate, something special about them that led to their success. But often this is not the case, and their real history is hidden. For example, the Beatles very famous band from the 1960s, 70s, uh, 80s. They were from Britain. They came to the United States and they were on a television program and it seemed like they just exploded out of nowhere. But what most people don't know is that before they even came to the United States, they had played as a band more than 1,200 times. That is a lot of practice. Yeah. They were literally playing together night after night, day after day, yeah. year after year, before they even got the chance to be exposed to a wide audience and be an overnight success. Yeah. Another example is Steph Curry, who plays for the Golden State Warriors. He is widely considered to be the best three-point shooter of all time. What most people don't know about him is that he's barely over six feet tall. For those of us in Morocco, he's 191 centimeters. He's 86 kilograms. He takes more than 2,000 shots per week. That he has calluses all over his hands (laughs) from the number of shots he's taken and the amount of time that he's practiced dribbling. There's some times where he won't leave practice before he's made 100 shots in a row. Wow. <laughs> so you, you talk about an overnight success. He was not offered a college scholarship at a major university. He went to a very small university called Davidson University. Yeah. The big basketball programs in the United States, they didn't even want to give him a shot. Yeah. And now he's considered to be one of the greatest three-point shooters of all time, and he has been the NBA MVP and and basketball champion several times. This is not an overnight success. This is an example of the fruit of practice and the fruit of long-term thinking. All right, so long-term thinking fits beautifully with 
number two in the seven habits, which is begin with the end in mind. And having a vision for where you're headed or where you want to get to, it can actually provide the, the motivation and the, that you need to persevere in those moments when you're not seeing results in the short term. You know, a guy who decides he wants to get buff and have big muscles and look good on the beach in the summer, you know, summer beach body, in January when he's struggling to feel motivated when it's chilly and rainy to get out and go to the gym or to go for a run or he's just doesn't want to get out of bed in the morning and do some push-ups having that picture in his mind of where he wants to get to six months later can provide him the, the gumption or the motivation he needs to do it to put in the reps to put in the work that will lead there but even broader than just thinking about a, a goal like that that's six months thinking about our lives and the fact that we're not going to be here forever and that we only get one crack at this and imagining the end of our life or some people use their 80th birthday and who do you want to be there what do you want people to say about you what kind of celebration do you expect it to be having that picture of our perfect or ideal 80th birthday can help us narrow down the options in life and focus on what's truly important. It can help us make good choices in the short term because it leads to where we actually want to get to in the long run. Now in this podcast, as we're speaking about different books that we've read or that fit with the topic, books that we really highly recommend, we'll always put uh, links to those books. So if you go to moroccopodcast.com, you can find more information and more resources to to further your knowledge on the topics. So we've alluded to the seven habits of highly effective people. We've alluded to outliers. We've alluded to the one thing, the compound effect. These are personal development classics that should be part of your education in order to be effective in life. So if those are books you haven't yet read, make sure you go to moroccopodcast.com and find links to them and pick those up today. You've been listening to the Business in Morocco podcast. My name is Ryan Kirk, here with my co-host, Ryan Maimon. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Download our entire library of podcasts on our website, moroccopodcast.com, where you'll also find extra resources related to each episode in the show notes, including a transcript of the show. If you've got a question or topic you think we should cover on the podcast, fill out the form on moroccopodcast.com or email us at ryan at moroccopodcast.com and we'll give you a shout out on the show. Our theme music is Lovely Day by Bill Withers, used under Creative Commons, and we hope you'll have a lovely day doing business in Morocco. We'll see you next time. Day.